I get it, friend. Sometimes trying to figure out how do you take care of your health and wellness in a world filled with so much information can feel overwhelming, confusing, and just downright frustrating. As busy moms and as busy women, the number one thing we need is simple. Easy to follow, brainless, and simple strategies that really help us meet the needs of our unique female physiology. Welcome to the Empowered in Health podcast. I'm your host, Erin Trier. And here, we're going to be getting real and raw about everything from fitness to nutrition to mindset, mental and emotional well-being, hormone health, motherhood, and so much more. Seriously, I'm so glad you're here to join the conversation because we need to stick together and be in community as we figure out how to continue to take care of our health as we evolve over time. Let's dive right in. What's up, everyone? Welcome to today's episode of Empowered in Health. I am so glad you're here to join the conversation. You know, we talk about everything from fitness to nutrition to mindset, mental health, motherhood, and so much more when it comes to our inside out wellness. And today I want to talk about five big changes that I've been making inside my fitness journey lately that I feel like might be beneficial to you if you're someone who's, you know, felt your health shift a little bit in the past couple years. Um, one of the things that I've been sharing more recently on my health journey is perimenopause, hormone health, women's health, and kind of this in-depth knowledge I've been slowly exposed to as a SYNC certified coach around how do we nurture our health from the inside out, maybe like we never have before, especially as females. And um, one of the things I've had to do most recently in the past six months to a year is completely change up my fitness regimen. And this is something that, you know, I want to talk a little bit more about because I think there's a lot of value in understanding that as you grow older, as your health shifts, as your health evolves, it's so important to understand that you're going to probably have to do things differently. If you want to continue to feel really good in the skin you're in, if you want to continue to make physical progress, if you want to continue to, you know, feel emotional and mental clarity and so much more, the effort that you've put in up until this point will likely have to shift once you kind of get to a certain stage of your life. That's kind of where I've been. That's what I've been learning. And that's what I want to share a little bit more with you today. So the five habits or the five things, strategies that I've been changing on my fitness journey recently in order to continue to to kind of, you know, make progress, right? Continue to push towards my goals, continue to create change, stuff like that. The first is pace. And this is something that I want to talk a little bit more about because I think we live in a very busy, fast-paced world, right? We're on a 24-7 clock. We're constantly getting bombarded with notifications and information. And we're just programmed in the world we live in to go, 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 go. And that's kind of how I've also been inside my fitness for a long time, right? Like get in, get out, go quickly, you know, follow the moves quickly. Don't take a lot of rest. Just kind of continue to plow through it. And um, I've had to learn over time, especially as I've grown into perimenopause, my 40s, et cetera, that pace is actually a huge piece to really being able to create some some sort of physical change and continue to feel good inside your body on your fitness journey as a perimenopausal woman. So pace is a big thing. What do I mean by that? It means not trying to keep up with a specific video or someone else that's training you, right? It's making sure that you're really paying attention to how quickly you're going through movements, how quickly um, you are, you know, working through whatever activity you're doing. Now, 
obviously there's some strategy and some really important aspects to faster paced training, especially when we get into perimenopause, right? So things like HIIT training and SIT training, which is sprint training, can be really valuable and are, are things that we should implement. However, we need to be somewhat strategic on how we implement them, the ways we implement them, when we implement them, etc. Like just going balls to the wall all the time is something that's not going to serve us as we get into our perimenopausal years and further along in life as females. So make sure that when you're really thinking about your fitness regimen, the pace of your workouts, etc., evaluating the pace that you're keeping up with, right? Or that you're trying to keep during your workouts. Some some like different aspects to your wellness journey will include faster paces or I should say some aspects to certain parts of your cycle and working through a fitness calendar or working through a regimen alongside your cycling you know female physiology will have seasons or or sections or places where the pace will be different but it's important to just be aware that having a consistent balls to the wall crazy fast-paced mentality all the time is not the way, right? So that's one big shift that I've made most recently alongside my fitness journey. The other thing is rest. This is number two, rest. So I've had to learn very strategically the importance of rest, not only like full rest days inside of my month, right? But also rest inside of my workouts, right? So some workout programs that you follow, or sometimes if you're following your own, you know, calendar, your own structure, whatever, you know, between moves can be a really short rest period. Again, this can be valuable and important when you're doing it strategically alongside your cycle. However, women traditionally really do need more rest between their sets because it really can do things like spike your cortisol and put you into this extra stressful level, especially during specific times during your cycle. So I've had to learn that I need to be paying attention to my body more than anything. And when I need to take extra rest, I do. So I'll pause a workout video if I'm following something or if I'm doing my own program or my own workout, I will make sure that I take the rest that my body is telling me my, telling me that I need in order to let my heart rate come down a little bit more, in order to recover a little bit more so that I can hit the next set in a way that feels actually good to my body. So strategic rest and taking more rest is something that I've had to learn and kind of work my way into. Um, you know, I've been kind of programmed to follow calendars and follow trainers and go at the pace that someone else is dictating for me. But as I've grown older, I've had to give myself permission to say, okay, I need to pause, I need to take more rest, I need to slow down. So that's another big thing that I've learned. The third thing, I should say the third thing, is going heavier, right? Like actually lifting heavier weights than I thought possible. And I'm actually in this place where I'm figuring out, okay, what do I maybe need to invest in more at home, in our home gym, in order to push myself to heavier places? You know, it's actually when you get into this place of perimenopause, so incredibly beneficial, not only for, you know, bone density and fat mass and stuff like that, but as far as like overall longevity strength, getting into heavier lifting and really lifting heavy is the name of the game. Like it is so incredibly important for our bodies and so incredibly important, important for our physiology. You know, going heavier and lifting heavier and trying to push myself out of my comfort zone has been something I've really tried to strategically do over the past six months to a year. And I will say again, when I pair heavier lifting alongside the first two tips that I just gave, which is pace and rest, 
I feel like I am able to actually lift heavier because I'm giving my body the adequate rest and going at the adequate pace that feels good based on wherever I'm at in my cycle or based on how my body truly feels. That's what all this comes down to, right? Like getting in touch with your body like you never have before and really leaning into how does my body feel today? Where am I at in my cycle if you are a cycling female? And how can I really lean into doing things in a way that feels really good for my physical fitness, okay? So lifting heavier than ever, ever before, third tip. Number four, and this is range of motion, which again, kind of goes back into all three. Like all, all of the tips that I'm giving here um, all feed into each other. But range of motion, it has been huge for me as I've slowed down my pace, as I've given myself adequate rest, and as I've gone heavier on my lifting, right? And all of these things have helped me finally start to move the needle on my physical progress, which quite honestly, I haven't been able to do in over a year. And so these tips might be not what you're really expecting, or they might be a little bit different from what you have heard from somewhere else or what you've maybe been practicing in your own regimen. Um, but these have been some of the biggest shifts I've made alongside my perimenopause fitness journey. And they've been really eye-opening for me because again, they've been helping me understand that there's so much value in slowing down and taking more rest and going heavier because it essentially can lead you into more range of motion. More range of motion with moves gives you the opportunity to work your muscles in different ways, right? You're not shortening up moves. You're not, you know, going too hard on your joints. You're not, you know, rushing through things. You're allowing yourself to get into the full movement in order to really challenge your body and to really essentially create change within your muscles and so much more. So range of motion is something that I've also been really working on because again, when you're pushing yourself with heavier lifts, but also at the same time, watching your pace so you can get into a greater range of motion and really challenge your body, again, you're gonna be able to create all kinds of change that you will be shocked by, I promise. And then here's the last one. The last tip and the thing that I've been changing and the habit I've been really thinking about and changing a lot is variety in my workouts based on what's happening with my cycle, right? And, you know, I talk to women all the time who ask me, well, what do I do if I don't have a cycle? Or what do I do if I'm on birth control? Or what do I do if, you know, for whatever reason, your health is a little bit different than it once was. And, um, you know, there's a couple ways that women can really continue to lean into this kind of strategy and structure around cycle syncing. Um, and that's really by following the energy of the moon. So women are lunar beings, and I'm going to actually drop a podcast um, in the show notes of this podcast, right? Um, where you can learn a little bit more from um, one of the people I work with very closely, where she shares a lot about women being lunar beings. What does that mean? How do you follow the moon, etc. The point is there is an energy in the world around us that we can follow regardless if we're cycling is not, or regardless if we're cycling or not as females. Um, and it's something to learn more about. Like it's very fascinating information to learn about how our energy really aligns with the energy around us and how our um, feeling inside our female physiology aligns with the moon so closely. So I will make sure again in the show notes of this podcast that you get access to that podcast from, her name is Jenny Swisher, an amazing human and share so much about cycle syncing, women's health, hormone health, and so much more. But the point is, variety of workouts and fitness alongside your cycle or however you're feeling throughout the month really matters. So one of the things that I've also been doing is paying attention to 
when am I actually lifting heavy? When am I actually strategically resting? When am I doing things like hit work or sit work where I'm sprinting or doing you know high intensity intervals? Um, and then when am I really do, working more on maybe a little bit more mobility, a little bit slower pace, stuff like that. There are certain phases and certain days inside your cycle where it matters to do that level of fitness, where it matters to kind of make sure that you're really tuning into your body. And so variety of fitness and movement alongside your cyclical nature is huge for really nurturing your fitness alongside your female physiology. And so I'm going to kind of recap these five habits, these five tips and things that I've changed that, like I said, have finally helped me start to move the needle on the physical progress that I was really going backwards on for a year plus. Um, I have gained 20 pounds this year and I'm slowly chipping away at that. And one of the things that was hardest for me mentally and emotionally with that reality was I didn't really change my habits. My habits have been identical for a really long time. And so to have your habits be identical, but to have your physical progress go backwards and then to have things like your fasting blood glucose go up, your A1C go up, um, cholesterol numbers are off, things like that. Like it just kind of feels like, okay, my body seems to be going backwards when it comes to metabolic markers and how I feel, but my habits are the same. So what am I doing wrong? What can I change? Where can I learn more? Where can I evolve? Things like that. And so that's what has kind of led me to these five fitness changes. Okay, let's talk about them again. First is pace. Second is resting. Third is going heavier than you really believe that you can. And you're able to do that through pace and rest, right? Four is range of motion. So really making sure you're getting all the way into movement to challenge your body like you never have before. And then number five is variety of movement based on the cyclical nature of your months, right? Whether you're following a cycle because you're a cycling female or you're following the moon and the energy of the, you know, the world around us, there are ways to really get in touch with what does your body truly need? At the end of the day, this all comes down to intuition, right? Like how do you feel in your body? What does your body really need? What are you craving? Giving yourself permission to say, I know myself best, so what can I do to help myself feel really good, right? What can I do to make sure that I'm doing movement and leaning into movement that really is serving where I'm at right now? And that's been something that I've had to kind of work myself into mentally and emotionally, and I wanna empower you to kind of do the same. You know, again, these five things have been eye-opening for me because for a long time in my fitness journey, I was doing things not really this way, right? I was going faster. I was in and out quickly. I wasn't really stretching. I wasn't really cooling down. Um, I wasn't really going as heavy as I really probably could have because I was trying to rush through things. Um, and I've learned that it just, it just wasn't serving me really, truly, but really as I get into my 40s, perimenopause, and I learn about how my health is evolving, those things are really not serving me now, right? So I wanna just, again, empower you with this knowledge to help you kind of evaluate where's your fitness journey at? Where can you, my, where can you maybe you know, adjust some of these things? Do you need to slow down your pace? Do you need to rest a little bit more between intervals? Can you go heavier than you never have before in order to get into the best possible range of motion to really challenge your body? How can you change up the workouts you're doing based on where you're at with your cycle, right? That obviously comes down to cycle tracking and cycle syncing and knowing what's going on with your body, which is something I'll talk about in another podcast. And I have some other podcasts that talk about the value of cycle syncing and how do you track and why does it matter. Um, but I think for fitness specifically and physical goals, you know, learning more about these kinds of habits and these kinds of strategies to lean into can be super valuable 
as you're trying to continue to press forward on your inside out health and wellness journey, especially as a female and especially as you push into perimenopause, menopause and beyond. So as always, thank you guys so much for tuning in. It's such a pleasure to connect with you. If you could do me a favor and share this podcast with your network, leave a review, tell me what you think. I would love to hear, you know, how I'm adding value to your life, what else I can do to serve in some way. You know, it's such an honor to be here to share my story, to talk about what the work I do as a coach and to really empower women on their inside out health and wellness journey. Never forget that your peace of mind matters. I'll see you in the next one.